2: the Kraft Foods Company presents Willard Waterman as the Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> the Great Gildersleeve is brought to you, transcribed by the Kraft Foods Company. Kraft. Makers and importers of the world's favorite cheese now brings you a new triumph of cheese making. It's Kraft natural Swiss cheese, sliced and sealed by Kraft for your convenience. Natural Swiss cheese is the kind with the holes. Try Kraft natural Swiss soon. We're sure this new addition to the Kraft family of quality foods will become one of your all-time favorites. The of Christmas are beginning to appear in the shop windows, and the great Gildersleeve is painfully conscious of this as he walks down the street this morning. One of the penalties our water commissioner pays for his popularity is the long list of Christmas presents he must buy.
1: Right, George, the stores look great. If a man doesn't want to be tempted, he should walk down the street with a sack over his head. (laughs) Even Peavy has his windows all tricked up. What does the sign say? Come in today and take advantage of Peavy's after Christmas sale. After Christmas?
3: Oh, for. Hello, Peavy. Yeah, hello, Mr. Gilnessing. What can I do for you today? You can explain why you have that sign in the window. To get curious people like you in the store. Well, Peavy, I'm not curious. You're in the store. <laughs> Why are you having an after-Christmas sale before Christmas? Well, if I don't sell the stuff before Christmas, I'll have to put it on sale after Christmas, so why not sell it now?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: maybe you're pretty shrewd. I think so. At least I'm a month ahead of the other merchants. What can I tell you, Mr. Gilnessman? Oh, don't start on me yet. I thought you might want to bring yuletide joy to somebody's heart with a hot water bottle, maybe. yes. We have them in attractive colors this year. Baby blue with pink stoppers and... Sorry, Petey. But I'm being very careful about my purchases this year. I'm not throwing my
1: money to the winds.
3: I'm not asking you to do that. Just toss a little in the store. <laughs>
1: I will, I will.
3: The
1: trouble with me is I get carried away with a holiday spirit. Every year it takes me until Thanksgiving to pay my Christmas bills. You don't say. Getting so, that's what I have to be thankful
3: for. Well, bills can be a problem if you let them get away from you. You bet. Now, here's my check from the water department. It should take us through the
1: month. By the time Leroy taps me for his Christmas money and I uh, buy a few
3: things, it'll be gone. Well, it took me 20 years to work out a solution to that problem. Oh? I called a family conference. What'd you do, Peavy? Mrs. Peavy and I took our month's earnings and put it out on the table. And I said, Mrs. Peavy... This money is as much yours as it is mine. Now, how do we get rid of it? Well, how did she get rid of it? She didn't. She put it in the bank. See, <laughs> women don't like to spend their money, they just like to spend yours.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I might try it on Leroy. That's what I
1: You let him in on the family finances, and he'll share the responsibility of staying within
3: the budget. Well, it worked with Mrs. Peavy. That's all I can do to get coffee right out of town, no. No, Peavy. But I've got an ace in the hole. I've never told Mrs. Peavy that I'm getting 35 cents for malt. You haven't? And that's not all. One day a traveling man came in for lunch, and he left a quarter under his plate. I, I didn't tell her about that either.
4: <laughs>
3: Peavy, you know you don't keep any secrets from Mrs. Peavy. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs>
1: seen Leroy. He studied
5: his homework.
1: Leroy studying? It is getting close to Christmas. Yes, sir. Well, when he finishes, I'd like to call a family conference.
5: Something wrong?
1: No, I have a little idea. I want to sell Leroy. You know how he runs through money at Christmas time.
5: Oh, he's got a list of things a mile long he wants to buy.
1: Well, on my way home, I stopped at the bank and cashed my salary check.
5: That's good. The grocery man and the milkman left their bills this morning.
1: You're not so fast, Bertie. That's not why I cashed the check.
6: No, sir.
1: At least I want Leroy to see the money before it's all gone.
5: Yes.
6: Hi, Aunt. what's up?
1: Leroy, I'm calling a family conference.
6: Oh, for corn's sake. I'll go back and study. You hey, Wait
1: a minute. This one's going to be different.
6: You mean somebody can talk besides you?
1: We are going to decide what to do with our monthly paycheck.
6: What do you mean, our?
1: I'm glad you asked. Come over to the table here and sit down.
6: Okay, I got no money. What can
5: I lose? (laughs) If this don't concern me, like, for instance, a raise in salary, Bertie will go to the kitchen.
1: We'll excuse you, Bertie.
5: Yes, I thought so. Of
1: course, this may have some bearing on a future raise, if Leroy cooperates.
5: Yes, sir. Leroy, pay attention to your uncle.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
6: I always do pay attention to her. Come on, Uncle, let's get back to that check of ours.
1: Well, here's our monthly salary in cash. I'll put it right here on the table.
6: Hey. Looks a lot bigger, all spread out.
1: Don't be deceived. There's a place for every penny. And it's up to you and me to put it in the right place.
6: Yeah?
1: It's half yours, you know.
6: Okay, I'll take my half. I got places for it.
1: (laughs) Hands off.
6: But you said.
1: Just a minute. You didn't listen to all I have to say.
6: Oh, sorry, Unc. The sight of money made me flip my lid. Yes, yes. i got Christmas presents to buy.
1: Well, that's why we've called the meeting.
6: Something tells me I'm coming out on the short end of this deal.
1: In the long run, we'll both benefit. Are we going to spend this money willy-nilly during the holidays and be in debt for months, or shall we live within our budget?
6: Have we got a budget?
1: Well, our paycheck's our budget. We have just so much for food, so much for clothing, your schooling, and for the rainy day that always comes.
6: Why do you need more money when it's raining?
1: (laughs) Leroy, this is serious.
6: Boy, is it.
1: Oh, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, Next summer, you'll want to go to camp. I'll say. And if we watch it through the holidays, chances are we'll have the money for it.
6: Hey, King!
1: So, I believe we've decided we won't spend it for Christmas.
6: Wait a minute. How am I going to buy my presents?
1: Well, it's only December 2nd. Plenty of time to earn money outside and not touch the family coffers.
6: Well, if it'll help me go to camp.
1: Yes, indeed, my boy.
6: I can work after school at the corner grocery. There
1: are a lot of little jobs you can pick up and make Christmas money.
6: Well, heck, I'm not worried about me. But well, what are you going to do for outside money? Me? You'll need a lot. You've got so many girlfriends.
1: Well, of course, I'm the wage earner.
6: Ah, you mean you can spend our money, but I can't. Well. The deal's off. But. You tried to trap me.
1: Oh, Leroy. You
6: want to spend our paychecks, but you don't want me to. Yeah,
1: I don't want either one of us to.
6: I mean. Okay. We don't buy presents unless we earn extra money. Either one of us.
1: Well, when you put it that way.
6: That's the way you put it. Hey, Bertie. Yes, Leroy? Unc had a great idea about both of us earning spare money for Christmas. Now he's backing out. What do you think, Bertie? Well, they say what's south for the goose is south for the gander. Yeah.
1: But, Leroy, I'm water commissioner. I've no time for earning money on the outside.
6: I've got to go to school. But I'm going to make time. So why can't he, Bertie? What's south for the goose is south for the gander.
1: We know that.
6: Okay, Uncle. I'll let you off the hook. What? I just wish you wouldn't bring up these things and then let me down. Well, let's spend the money willy-nilly.
1: If that's how you feel, we'll both earn our own Christmas money.
6: That's nice. Well, stop for the goose is start for the hey.
1: <laughs> Well, I'm a goose forever starting this. <laughs> 30 and Bessie hasn't come to the office yet. What a secretary. Oh, well, she may not be the smartest secretary in the world, but she's honest. Hey, what's this? Oh, a note she left in the typewriter last night. Yeah, let's see. Dear Mr. Gildersleeve, sorry I'm late, but my alarm clock didn't go off this morning. Oh, my goodness. Who does she think she's kidding Good morning, Bessie.
7: I guess you got my note.
1: Yes, I did. Bessie. Yes, sir? When you wrote that note last night, how did you know your alarm wouldn't go off this morning?
7: I knew I wouldn't set it.
1: Oh, (laughs) Oh, It would
7: be silly to write you that note and set my alarm clock. Why, that would be telling a fib.
1: Bessie, you've been late to work practically every morning. Yes, sir. Why is this?
7: Well, Mr. Gildersleeve, I know it upsets you when people know you're late to the office, so I stay away until after you come so you won't be embarrassed.
1: (laughs) Confound it, Bessie. From now on, let's be here on time.
7: Yes, sir. Do you want to start dictating right away, or do you want to go in your office and think about what you want to dictate first?
1: Well, I'll admit I have some thinking to do. Come into my office, Bessie.
7: Am I going to think with you?
1: I want to bounce some ideas off you.
7: Oh, yes, sir.
1: Bessie, I'm afraid I've been maneuvered into what could be an embarrassing situation.
7: Oh, don't worry, Mr. Gildersleeve. It isn't the first time.
1: Bessie, will you just listen and refrain from comment?
7: Oh, that's right. You just wanted to bounce the ideas off me, didn't you?
1: Yes. What I'm getting at is I made an agreement with Leroy that we both earn our own Christmas money.
7: Isn't the water department still paying you, Mr. Gildersleeve?
1: I get a trickle. But this year, we're not touching the family funds. I have to get it on the outside. Now, what would you do, Bessie?
7: I'd demonstrate mud packs.
5: (laughs) Mud packs?
7: Yes. I saw an ad for somebody to sit in Hogan Brothers' window and demonstrate mud packs. That's what I'd do.
1: Bessie, make a public display of yourself?
7: Who'd know who I was with mud on my
4: face? Zeke. (laughs)
1: Bessie, this has to be something I can do. It has to be dignified work. Or something I can do without having people know I'm doing
7: it. Well, that's what I liked about mud packs.
1: Forget the mud
7: packs. Yes, sir. You could sell Christmas cards.
1: Please, Bessie.
7: Well, you could do it at night when nobody could see you.
1: Yeah, Bessie, you'd better run along. You don't need me? No, I'll bounce my ideas off the wall.
7: You mean I can go for the day? No.
0: Hello? Anybody home?
7: We have a caller, Mr. Gildersleeve.
1: Well, close my door and see who it is. Yes, sir. Now, let's see. What can I do to earn Christmas money? I'll need quite a bit this year. I have to buy something for Leroy, Bertie, the mayor, and Bessie. Peavy and the Jolly Boys. And unfortunately, I'm going with quite a few girls. Irene, Grace, May...
7: Excuse me, Mr. Gildersleeve. It's a cute insurance salesman. Well, tell him I'm not...
1: Hello there, Commissioner Gildersleeve. (laughs) (laughs) Tell him to come in. Yes,
0: sir. I think he's in. Commissioner, my name's Riley.
1: How do you do, Mr. Riley? Sorry, but I have all the insurance I need.
0: Oh, oh, oh. you always have all the insurance you need until you really need it.
1: Well, it's true, but... uh... Yeah, I take my insurance from a relative.
0: Our company has a new policy that I'm sure a farsighted man like you will be interested in.
1: You well, know, perhaps, if I didn't take from a relative.
0: Well, one of our services is reviewing your insurance program, making recommendations. You well, know, like I say,
1: I leave that to the relative.
0: I know most of the insurance people in town. Uh, perhaps I know this relative of yours.
1: No, no, you wouldn't know him. Distant relative.
0: Well, I'd like to write a policy and make a little extra as Christmas money, but... It's nice to talk to you anyway, Commissioner Gildersleeve. Yeah, wait a minute. Christmas money, you say? Oh, I could use some. Well, I have a lot of calls to make. We're a little short-handed at the office. Yeah, Mr. Riley,
1: I was just wondering. I know a lot of important people, good prospects. Maybe we can both make some Christmas money.
3: <laughs>
0: Are you serious, Commissioner? Yeah, well, many an important man has a sideline: stocks, bonds, insurance. Fine. I'm in charge of the office. If you think you can sell, bring your prospects around.
1: Sure, oh, why, George, I might do that.
0: I'll look forward to hearing from you.
1: You may hear from me sooner than you think.
0: I hope so. Goodbye, Commissioner. Goodbye. Oh, uh,
1: Bessie.
7: Yes, Mr. Gildersleeve?
1: Bessie, I want to talk to you about insurance.
7: I take from a relative.
1: Oh,
7: pooh. <laughs>
2: Kate Gildersleeve will be back in just a minute. Tonight, I want to tell you about a wonderful new treat from Kraft. It's Kraft natural Swiss cheese, made in this country by Kraft, sliced by Kraft, and sealed by Kraft in handy, airtight packages. Natural Swiss cheese, you know, is the kind with the holes. And it used to be that most of this good cheese with the holes was imported from Switzerland. But now Kraft has perfected a new way to make fine, natural Swiss cheese here. Make it without rind. Make it so that every bit of it has that special heart-of-the-cheese goodness. Every bit of Kraft Natural Swiss has the perfect nut-sweet flavor and the tender texture found only at the center or heart of the wheel of imported Swiss cheese. And Kraft slices this fine, natural Swiss for you and seals it in convenient half-pound packages. Try Kraft Natural Swiss Cheese. Discover how delicious it is in sandwiches, for cold-cut suppers, with fruit for dessert, with crackers or pumpernickel, and your favorite cold drink for a snack. Once you taste this pale golden cheese with the heart of the cheese goodness, we're sure you'll want to have it on hand all the time. Tomorrow, look in your grocer's dairy case for the long package marked Kraft Natural Swiss Cheese. Well, the great Gildersleeve thought it was a good idea this year to persuade Leroy to earn his Christmas money and not take it out of the family budget. And before the water commissioner knew what was happening, Leroy had him agreeing to the same thing. Right,
1: George, it was a stroke of luck when that insurance man walked into my office. Yeah, I'd never have thought of selling insurance in my spare time. It's dignified, it's a necessity, and doesn't interfere with my water job. I can just direct prospects to Riley and collect my commission. Yeah, I'll see if I can help Peavy with some insurance.
3: Hello, Peavy. Yeah, hello, Mr. me? What can I do for you? Yeah, I want to talk to you. I'm busy right now, Well, put down your pen and listen to what I have to say. This is serious. So is this. I'm writing checks. Suppose something happened and you couldn't write checks. You mean like if I ran out of ink? No. I got a whole shelf full of it. I know. Red, blue, green, purple, black, blue, black. All right, all right. What kind of ink do you want, Mr. Gildersleeve? I don't want any ink. Well, then, why are you afraid I'd run out? I didn't say that. You weren't
1: listening. I'm talking to you about preparing for the future.
3: You don't say it.
1: It's only as a friend that I'm calling this to your attention. But let's face it we're here
3: today and gone tomorrow. I don't know where you'll be, but I'm going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> You can't be too sure. I have to be. It's Mrs. Peavy's birthday.
1: Well, if you don't care about yourself, think of Mrs. Peavy.
3: I'm well, not likely to forget her.
1: Mrs. Peavy undoubtedly has valuables at home that should be protected. No, Mrs. Peavy's valuables are here. What? I'm it. <laughs>
3: Peavy, I'm talking about things like jewels that might be stolen. Well, Mrs. Peavy has a cameo locket with a picture of me and the parrot in it. I don't know of anybody that wants to steal that. How about your store? It needs protection. Mm, yes. I don't want to frighten you. What if you came down some morning and found your pharmacy burned to the ground? How would you feel? Not so bad. I'm loaded with insurance. Oh, my goodness.
6: Oh, boy, I got six bucks already.
1: You have, Leroy?
6: I got a dollar a day for helping at the grocery. That's six bucks a week. With what I pick up, shovel, and sidewalks, I'll have around 30 bucks. How much Christmas money have you made, Unc?
1: Well, my boy, in the insurance game, the first thing you do is lay groundwork.
6: Haven't made a dime, huh? Uh, No. What a salesman. I'm going to get anything for Christmas, looks like I'll have to buy it myself.
1: You'll get your present, and so will everybody else.
6: Well, I don't want any I.O.U.s in my sock. Get on the ball, Unc.
1: Yes, yes.
6: Hey, I got an idea. They need a Santa Claus in the toy department down at the Emporium. Oh, my goodness. You'd wear a beard. Nobody would recognize you.
1: I'd rather wear a mud pack. What? <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, there's no money in being a Santa Claus.
6: i oh, just kidding, Unc. But if you can't sell insurance...
1: Confound it, I can sell insurance.
6: Yeah. yeah?
1: Excuse me, I want to see Bertie a minute.
6: About insurance?
1: Uh, about dinner. Oh, so, uh, Bertie. Yes, Mr. And No hurry about dinner. Yes, sir. Uh, Bertie, have you ever given thought to buying a little insurance?
5: Oh, yes, sir. I'm a strong believer in insurance.
1: Good. <laughs> Now I have here a little policy. Oh,
5: I take from the lodge. The lodge? Yes, sir. they got a policy for fifty cents a week. You can't beat.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't get much Christmas money at that rate.
5: <laughs> and if you ain't got the fifty cents, they carry you on the books.
1: Yeah, well, I just thought I'd ask.
5: You ain't doing so well, huh? Well,
1: Leroy's pressing me. I have to sell a policy soon to save face.
5: Well, maybe you're overlooking a lot of prospects. Well, I don't know who. Well, how about your girlfriend? My girlfriends? You got to buy them all presents, so if you can sell them all a policy, you can buy them presents with the premium.
1: Uh, Oh, I don't know, Bertie.
5: Well, most single girls don't have insurance.
1: Well, I guess they don't.
5: No, sir, they're waiting for the right man to come along. Let him buy the insurance.
1: (laughs) Oh, I don't think girls look that far ahead.
5: Well, here's one that does. Bertie wouldn't have that large insurance if she could see the right man in her future. You wouldn't? And when it comes to marriage prospects, Bertie's scraping the bottom of the barrel.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess you're not a good insurance prospect, Bertie.
5: Well, I'm open for a deal. You get Bertie a husband, and she'll guarantee you get the insurance.
1: (laughs) Oh, there must be an easier way to make Christmas money. nothing wrong with trying to sell my girlfriend's insurance. It's protecting their future. I'm doing them a favor. Besides, I'm getting off the hook with Leroy. Irene's a smart woman. School principal. She can see the value of adequate protection. It's a strange way to spend a date, but I'll be subtle about it.
8: Hello, Throckmorton. Come in.
1: Hello, Irene. Something for you.
8: What lovely flowers! Yeah. And you enclose the card.
1: You bet. Let's sit down and read it.
8: All right, and then I'll put them in a vase.
1: Yeah, I gave quite a lot of thought to that message.
8: Oh. From Throckmorton with love and a thought for your future. What a nice sentiment. What does it mean?
1: Well, it means I'm interested in your future, Irene. You are. And it's high time, you gave some thought to it.
8: Oh, I have. I think about me a lot. You
1: well, know, I've been thinking about you, too. And now I am in a position to guarantee your future security.
8: Oh, this is so sudden.
1: Well, I guess you didn't expect anything like this, right out of the blue, but yeah, I just got the idea myself.
8: The one who just got the idea, you're certainly moving fast.
1: Well, I have to produce some results before Christmas. I wanted to speak to you about it before I ask anybody else
8: uh, Well, it's nice of you to think about me first, Rockmorton. I, I suppose I, I should be flattered But I'm afraid your, your approach is a little puzzling
4: Well,
1: I'm a little new at this, Irene <laughs> Don't say no until you've heard my proposition
8: What uh, is your proposition?
1: Well, let me speak frankly Please do I talked on the phone to Mr. Riley And he thought you'd be a good risk
8: Clark Morton, just how do you mean that?
1: Well, you're in good health. You have temperate habits. Of course, you'll have to take a complete physical. I will? Yeah, of course, Mr. Riley would insist on that.
8: Who is Mr. Riley?
1: Well, he's the insurance man.
8: You mean you talk to your insurance man before you talk to me?
3: Oh, well, naturally.
8: How careful can a man be? <laughs> What? You want the report of the veterinarian before you buy the horse?
3: Well, Irene,
1: in these days, you won't get anybody to take your sight unseen.
8: (laughs) Look, Morton Gildersleeve, I'm not asking anybody to take me. Well, Irene, you need the protection. I can protect myself. Now, take your flowers and ask somebody else, or you'll never make it by Christmas.
3: What did I do wrong? (laughs)
1: Yes, Bertie. I thought that
5: was you. You opened all the this
1: afternoon. You, well, I have some news for Leroy. Yes,
5: sir?
1: At last I sold a policy.
5: You
6: did?
1: Well, don't sound so amazed, Bertie.
5: No,
6: sir. Leroy! Yeah, come right yeah. in, you know the Yeah! Why, did the lock? fall on your reservoir? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing like that, my boy. I sold an insurance policy.
6: No, kidding.
1: Yes, indeed. Yeah, I'll have the proof here any minute. Mr. Riley is coming by with my commission check.
6: Good for you, Hunk. You're a good sport. You didn't back out.
1: You, well, now that I've proved I can sell a policy, I uh, I think we should give up the idea of earning our Christmas money on the side. I really don't have the
6: time. I understand, Hunk. We'll tap the budget, huh?
1: Yeah, well, that's the surest way for us all to get presents. i it. It's Mr. Riley, Bertie. I'll
4: go.
0: Well, here I am, Commissioner. Hello, Mr. Riley. You were in a big hurry to get this commission check. Well,
1: I had a reason. Leroy, look at this.
6: Gosh, that's swell, Unc.
1: (laughs) Mr. Riley, this is my nephew, Leroy. Hello, Leroy.
6: Hi. Mr. Riley, who did Unc sell the policy to?
0: Didn't he tell you? He sold it to himself. Unc!
2: The Great Gilles Lee will be with us again in just 30 seconds. How do you like your Swiss cheese best? In sandwiches? With fruit? With crackers? Tomorrow, give yourself a treat. Get Kraft Natural Swiss cheese and try it your favorite way. Kraft Natural Swiss is the good old-fashioned kind with the holes. But it's made a new Kraft way to have heart of the cheese goodness all through. And it's sliced and sealed by Kraft in airtight packages. See for yourself what we mean by heart of the cheese goodness. Enjoy the exceptional flavor and tender texture of this fine natural Swiss. You'll be delighted with Kraft natural Swiss cheese.
1: on me, why Irene practically threw me out and slammed the door. She thought I was proposing marriage, when all I wanted to do was sell some insurance. Well, I'll straighten that out right now. Women are so touchy. You have to handle them just so.
8: Oh, it's you, Throckmorton.
1: Hello, Irene. I guess you wonder why I'm here.
8: Well, I didn't expect you back after last night.
1: Irene, you were mistaken about my intentions. Oh? When I said Mr. Riley thought you'd be a good risk, but that nobody would take your sight unseen, I was talking about insurance.
8: Insurance?
1: Of course, I wasn't talking about marriage. Proposing to you was the last thing I had in
4: mind. <laughs> really?
1: Now, may I come in? What did I do wrong this time? <laughs> Good night, folks.
2: The, the Great Show Steve is played by Willard Waterman and is an NBC Radio Network production. The show is written by John Elliott and Andy White and is transcribed... Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Kathy Lewis, Lillian Randolph, Gloria Holiday, Frosty Fowler, and Dick LeGrand. Musical composition by Jack Meekin. This is John Heaston saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. Be sure to listen in next week and every week for the further adventures of the great Gildersleeve. two kinds of delicious Kraft-prepared mustard. Mild Kraft mustard, so smooth and delicately spiced, and Kraft mustard with snappy horseradish added. And whichever you prefer, remember, when you add a little mustard, you add a lot of tang. Try it on cold sandwiches, hamburgers, frankfurters, and cold cuts. Enjoy the wonderful sauces you can make for hot meat and vegetable courses with Kraft-prepared mustard. Keep both kinds on hand and keep the whole family happy. Get mild Craft mustard and Kraft mustard with snappy horseradish added at your favorite food store. Now play You Bet Your Life with Groucho on the NBC Radio Network.
4: With the McDonald's app,
2: you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door.